What up, party people? I am joined by the lovely Alex Cumbie for our Friday episode. You're looking Bye, Bye. You're looking like you all like ready to work out or go on a bike ride or something. Dude, I deadlifted my body weight today. What? Oh, can you talk about that a little bit? I want to hear more about that. Um, I don't know if it's impressive weighing 120 pounds and being able to deadlift 120 pounds, but I feel like it is. Um, so, so yeah, I did that at about 6.30 a.m. this morning. I had a nice tall cold brew after, and I'm just really feeling alive right now. I feel like I could go flip some tires. So do you get this like uh, intense exercise high? Like when you, when you're done exercising, like I can do more. <laughs> I mean, pretty much I do totally get that endorphin high where I just want to like rage and flip tires and just like kind of lose my mind a little bit and like bro out and listen to like Pantera. Oh dude, that sounds awesome. How are you? <laughs> yeah. Like that, that is like every wise man's dream right there to have a woman <laughs> that's down a rage to Pantera and deadlift them out of a cold slumber. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so uh, last week we got together, we watched the football and our boys are just banged up. Our 49ers, there's been so many injuries to a bunch of people, not just our team. seems like our team has the worst curse, but like everyone else has had some, some injuries going on here. So what do you think about everyone getting hurt? Do you think this is because there wasn't a preseason training camp or is this just like... Uh, a, a crafty coincidence, so to speak. The first uh, mistake is that they're not training with me, but... Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, they're not bumping Pantera and, and deadlifting their own body weight. But, um, but I mean, preseason could definitely have something to do with it. That's when everyone... It's like real-life warm-ups, you know? And I think that's really crucial. Um... But at the same time, it's like they they were practicing. They still had training camps. So it's like I'm wondering, like, what the hell is going on, at least when it comes to our team, when it comes to the 49ers, what is going on where in a simple play, not necessarily with someone's getting slammed on or hit, in simple plays, they're tearing ACLs and they're, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, that's what's freaking me out. It, it makes me think there must be something going on with their training or lack of training, I guess. I don't know what it is, but it, I don't know. It's not looking good. It's make it's giving me the, uh, the scaries a little bit. I'm a little bit like, great. What the fuck are we going to expect for this season? Yeah. I, I feel like watching Bosa's injury in slow motion. Cause I, there's a doctor that I follow on YouTube. He's very, very knowledgeable and he breaks down like sports injuries and he showed the Bosa injury and he had like the slow-mo zoom in. And I was like, Ooh, that is, yeah, that's fucked up. That's like that. That was just unlucky. That wasn't like he was walking and accidentally heard a pop or something. Like literally his foot got tangled under him while he was going down. And then you just like see the knee just buckle and then go around the way that's not supposed to go around. Um, God damn it. I know. It's like, fuck, dude, really? And that's just total freak accident. That's not anyone. That's just the way he fell down. And then a full grown man, 280 pound, 300 pound man just falls on him. So the body just goes, so <laughs> terrible. But the Saquon Barkley one, he's the running back for the Giants that every Giants fan's like, he's the only thing we got. Uh, he just looked like he stepped 
the wrong way and his foot got caught. And then when he was getting tackled, the foot, the foot didn't move. The knee moved one direction. The foot stayed one direction. So it's like, you, you didn't have uh. to go. And we know that when we like, you know, we know that when we exercise, you know, when we flop, we want our knees and our feet to line up and, and, and go in the same plane. And what I'm noticing is these guys, they're on two different planes. They're like completely opposite. So you get hurt. Um, I just think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's just a violent sport and shit's going to happen. And I think maybe some of these guys just don't know how to fall down properly. Like, I mean, maybe that's just me. Like if I was, you know, getting to a point where there's going to be like a dog pile or I'm trying to block somebody or something, I'm going to learn to just fall limp, not going to try to like stiffen up at Mm -hmm. any time. So I've never been like an athlete in my life, but if I ever venture to something new, like when I decided I was going to get into snowboarding, the first thing I wanted to learn was how to I bail smart. (laughs) That is really smart for snowboarding, especially. Yeah. If I'm going to eat shit, how do I do it in a smart way where I'm not going to break both my arms? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a that's a smart play there. I I agree with you. So like with skateboarding, like I learned how to like just fall, mm-hmm. you know, and not like stick my arm out to break my forearm because I heard so many of those guys right. that happened to them when I was young. Um, what do you think about people saying that Drew Brees is too old now? There's this thing as I know you were shocked that they lost to the Raiders. Yes, that broke my heart. And I told you that Raiders magic, I was just feeling it. All the felons on Fremont Street cheering for the fucking Raiders. They brought the juju, you know? That felon energy. (laughs) But now there's this big rhetoric going on that Drew Brees is just too old. Too old to play the game. I'm sorry, how old is he actually? I think he's 41. 41 and fine as hell. Well, I mean, that, his modeling career is not over. Yeah, he's 41. Oh, no. Yeah, okay. Um, no, I mean, are, are pe- I'm sorry, are people just saying that because it was such a bad loss to the Raiders? I think because he looked, he looked like, okay, like pay, having a Peyton Manning. Like, you just can't get to a point where you throw that zip on that ball as much as you used to. He's also <laughs> missing his number one wideout. Michael Thomas is hurt. So the Raiders played, like, a pretty safe defense, and it worked. Also, the Raiders' offense is no joke. Like, they're very much Chucky, you know, John Gruden, as they call him, Chucky. He's just, I don't know, he's just smart. And I feel like Derek Carr has a year under that offense. He knows what he's doing. So, I mean, I don't want to call Drew Brees old, but I do do think that he might have – I think he was seriously considering retirement this offseason, and they were like, please, 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 please. And then he was like, okay. So I don't know if his heart's really in it. And then with COVID mm. coming and, and throwing everything off, I feel like that affected a lot of guys' mentality because a lot of guys opted out. A lot of guys, you know, just didn't train. They thought there wasn't going to be a season. So he already was a little one foot in, one foot out. And I feel like in a sport like mm-hmm. football or any sport, actually, but football, more importantly, you have to be all in. And if you're not, shit's going to not go right, you know? So, In my personal opinion... He's not too old. I mean, obviously, he's not a fucking spring chicken. Like, duh. He's, yeah. he's aging out. But, um, but yeah, I mean, look at, I, I guess, where my heart is. My heart just wants him. I want to see him win the Super Bowl before he retires. But yeah. I don't know if he'll get there. Just, I know. <laughs> I mean, he has won. 
a lot like a while ago, but there's a good article on ESPN talking about the fact that Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees are, you know, future Hall of Famers. Why don't they have more Super Bowls? They only just have the one. And uh, as I thought about it, I'm like, because it's fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and you're not on a team with a psycho Bill Belichick, you know, to get you there all the time. <laughs> so. So, yeah. Have you heard about this uh, Colby, Colby Covington guy from the UFC? No, I don't think so. He's been spreading some stuff out there that. I guess some people think it's racist. I think he's just, I think he's speaking his mind in a weird way. Like he's just a Trump supporter. Like you got to just let this guy be, you know, piece of shit Trump supporter that he is. It's fine. You know? And now there's this thing going on where he's calling LeBron James a coward. And a lot of people on Twitter are reacting and being like, Oh, you and LeBron James in the, in the octagon. And he is like spreading all this stuff now going, I would destroy LeBron James. Like LeBron James and me, like it would be over. Like I okay. would last like 10 seconds. And I'm like, dude, okay. really? like, shouldn't you be focusing on fighting, right? And then your job, like doing your sport. Can we back up? Why, why did he, why is he picking a fight with LeBron James? Why is he calling him a coward? What, where is this stuff? He's calling, he's calling all most professional athletes that, um, you know, don't understand. Like one of his things was like, nothing makes you prouder than fighting for the people of America. Thank you all to the uh, thank you to all the brave men and women of law enforcement and the military. Thank you, Donald Trump, for all the love and support. The silent majority is ready to make some noise November third. Like he said something like that. And then when he was asked about what was going on with Black Lives Matter, he's like, I think Black Lives Matter is a joke. I think Blue Lives Matter kind of thing. Like he was pretty on wow. on the point of that. And then he, and then he just went on and said, I think like most sports athletes are cowards. I'm paraphrasing here. But he's like, I think most sports athletes are, power, are, are, are cowards, especially like LeBron James. He's a total coward. So people on Twitter started sure going... Black Twitter raged. Raged. Or any sensible person raged. I, I, again, I'm on Twitter just for the show. I don't fall into the Reddit stuff. I just can't do that. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, then he started coming back with like, oh, you want to see me and LeBron fight? I'd take that fool down in like 10 minutes, that snowflake or whatever. And wow. I'm, like, I'm like, dude, like, shouldn't you be focused on fighting? Don't you, know you have something I mean? better to do? Right, exactly. And he keeps on calling himself like America's champ and stuff. So, well, I mean, he just sounds like a tool. I don't need to look into this. That's like, what happens when you're from fucking Fresno, bro. Like, this, this, ooh, like, this is, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. He's from Fresno? Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> Those that don't Hi, understand. Fresno. Yeah. What up, Fresno? Shout out. Um, yeah, it's just, it's like, this is what happens, dude. This, this, is, this is the type, like California, most people around the country, if you're listening to this show and you're not from California and you're like, oh, California is a bunch of liberal crazies, there is a inland part of California that I only wish the earthquake would go that way. <laughs> and keep the I refer to it there. as the skid mark of California. <laughs> yeah, and it's, there's a giant skid mark. Basically, you got the coastal cities, which are great, and then you just kind of go inland a bit, and then it's just like a, it's just shit that won't go away. That he is probably Fresno's best and brightest, and that tells you enough. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my lord! Oh man! So anyway, that's something that's developing, which I think is really, really interesting. And speaking of the so Lakers, stupid. they're one game away from the NBA Finals. How about that? Uh, actually, really quick. Sorry to deviate. That's okay. Can James even acknowledge that scenario? 
I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, because he's probably like, I got shit going on. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he was upset, obviously, about the Breonna Taylor, like most sane people were upset about that whole thing. And then he spoke about it last night, but nobody asked him about the fighter, which I thought was smart, but also like, I'm I'm sure LeBron is very in tune. He has people in his crew like, yo, bro, do you hear what I said? And then LeBron probably was like, who the hell is that? Exactly. <laughs> Who? Yeah. yeah uh, I just, the Lakers. So, uh, they're one game away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, against the Nuggets. Is that who it is? Yeah. Yeah. They had to. Yeah. One more. No. One more Nugget win, and uh, they move on to the <laughs> NBA Finals. Yeah, they'll be fine. I, I don't doubt that they'll make it. <laughs> I mean, I'm nervous because Denver has been down three-one to the Jazz. And to the Clippers, and they've come back from my, from both of those. Okay. okay. However, we're not the Jazz. Thank most certainly not, and we are <laughs> definitely not the Clippers. So, right. so I, yeah, I would be. It, I mean, it would be like a major upset if the Lakers actually dropped that ball. I don't. I don't foresee it happening. I, I would be really surprised if if they did drop the ball there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. I I don't know. The Nuggets are a great team. They're fun to watch. I, I, I dig them. Um, I just, it, it's not their time right now. Like, like Frank Vogel, who's the coach of the Lakers has done a great job of using Kobe Bryant's memory to like spur the guys. Like even, you know, Anthony Davis hit that shot for game two and then and now Kobe after Kobe. I yeah. saw KCP last night, Contavious Caldwell Pope hit a three and he, and he like gave a high five to Rondo because Rondo was like, hell yeah, you hit that three. And I saw KCP go Mamba, you know? So these guys, they feel it. They wear the, the logo on their chest. They, they understand the importance of this. I think LeBron's on a mission. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just really excited. I'm really, really excited. I'm not going to get too good. far. I cannot get too far ahead of myself for anything in this bubble, let alone baseball. I can't even talk about that either. Uh, I just got to like, let it ride. I can't, I don't want to get too high on my horse to get knocked down so far. I'm so far to the ground. I can't do it. Not this year. Too much heartbreak this year. Yeah. This year has had so much in the way of sports. I mean, 2020 basically started off with the loss of a legend that we all held near and dear to our hearts. So it's like, we're treading lightly as fuck basically right now. Yeah. Tread lightly. All right. Well, you want to check out how we did last week in our NFL predictions? Yes. <laughs> so we both we both got the 49ers. That is correct. 49ers over the Jets. We uh I got the Cowboys. You picked the Falcons who choked that game. I don't know if you watched any of it, but the Falcons the Falcons were up by 24 points I think at one point and they just began to like do do the bed. I don't This is the third time in my memory where the Falcons have blown a big lead. Now, it wasn't in a playoff game because they're usually notorious for doing that. But it was, it did make them go 0-2 to start the season. So, sorry about it. Packers. <laughs> uh, we both had the Packers. Um, I had the Rams. You had the Eagles. We both had the Ravens. We both had the Sheehawks. I had the Raiders. Exciting game. And you had the Saints. Let's tally them up. So now our season lead is 
Seven to nine max. What a yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts. You were le- you were leading last week three to two. So there you go. <laughs> Damn it, Drew. He let me down. It wasn't his fault. It was the felon energy. You know, it was I just the, the waftiness of Las Vegas. He's just too good of a man. You know, the felon, the felon energy took over. Yeah, I, I don't know what I mean. OK, I do kind of know what happened. The Raiders just have those games where they, like, look awesome. And then they're going to go to New England this weekend, which my prediction will be, and they're going to shit the bed. So totally. it, just, it just happens. It's, it's, a, it's a Raider thing, you know? Like, without a commercial, it's like, it's a Raider thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see what our predictions for this week are. We always pick our 49ers, again, our 49ers games. 49ers go back into MetLife with Nick Mullins, starting quarterback. Uh, I think Raheem Mostert will not be playing either. It's basically the junior varsity offense of the Niners. Our defense is just missing, you know, two key players too, or three, because Sherman's hurt. Do we beat the Giants? What do we do, Alex? What's going on here? I am lighting a candle. I am saying many prayers. And I'm going to say yes, that they will win. By some form of fucking God. I will slide into those DMs, Jimmy, and tell you whatever you need to hear to just rile everybody up. Even if you rile them up from the bench, I don't care. <laughs> just wear a fly suit. Wear a fly suit. Look super just, sexy on that sideline. Yes. Wow, everybody with that chiseled jaw and just get excited. Oh, man. I, I believe in, uh, in Nick and I believe in Jesus Christ. So I'm going with the Niners. Big Dick Nick. <laughs> big Dick, Big Christian Dick Nick. <laughs> Let's go, Big Dick Nick. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got one. He's got one for sure. Um, you know, it's it, it's been touched by Jesus. It's been blessed. He's been blessed. <laughs> At least a priest, if not Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey now, hey now, hey now. Uh, I, I, Nick Nick Mullins, uh, in all seriousness, carried us pretty well when we had that terrible season when Jimmy blew out his knee and all that shit. Um, I thought we did well with him. He, the guys are comfortable with him. It's not like they, he's just off the street. Like, hey, kid, you want to play football? Like, no, he's been there for a minute. So uh, the guys respect him. I think, I th- and the Giants are just, they're the Giants, you know. So I think we should be okay. Uh, Rams at Bills. The Rams take their traveling circus to the East Coast. What are you thinking? I'm going to go with the Rams. The Bills, uh, they're just such a, a toss-up, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like they, they haven't played anyone for real yet. Like, their first two opponents have been the Jets and the Dolphins, which are teams they should be beating. But they've kind of snuck out of those games. And so the Rams, again, it's COVID. No one's partying overnight in Buffalo right now. So teams are going to be hyper-focused. I feel like this whole uh, COVID season is a test on are you really doing it for the team or are you, have you always just been a selfish piece of shit? That's literally the test. Right. Like how hard are you going to try to sneak some girls into your hotel room? <laughs> right. Or as uh, what's his face from, uh, was it John House or whatever from the uh, Rockets that tried to sneak in a COVID tester to his room? Oh, yeah. smart play, dude. What a smart <laughs> play. Like, oh, I'm just getting COVID tested privately. <laughs> yeah 
that was a smart play. I, I gave that guy an A for effort. I would have kept him in the bubble for, for just the effort there. Yeah, that's creative. You know, you meet an attractive COVID tester who shoves a fucking cotton swab up your nose and like, you're just like, what else can she shove, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I could go so much further with that, but I won't. <laughs> I know, it's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> Raiders at Patriots. We talked about this. I am taking the Patriots. Who you got? Same. I think if the Raiders did great last week, they're not going to do great this week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Houston Texans go to Pittsburgh. They take on the Steelers. Uh, I hate the Steelers, so they're probably going to win. You picking Steelers? Yeah. I don't... Dude, we we have not deviated. I feel like the Texans have the worst someone was making the schedule and being like, how can we fuck the Texans over? <laughs> and that's literally their schedule. The Texans might be 0-4 when this is all said and done. Like, Yikes. let me see. Hold on. I want to see what their schedule looks like because I know it's pretty bad. Let's see. So they had the Chiefs. They have the Ravens. They have the Texans. Okay, they have the Steelers. And then they get the Vikings, which, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. That's a toss-up game. And then mm-hmm. their, their schedule starts to alleviate itself because then they get the Jaguars. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but not today. Not today, Satan. You play the Steelers. Okay. Yep. Cowgirls at Seahawks. I think Russell Wilson's going to just own them, I think. I, I don't know. I don't have faith in the Cowboys. I would love Russell Wilson to own this team, and I, I am picking Seahawks. I'm not super confident about it because I just don't think the Seahawks' defense is that good, but I just am tired of this Dak narrative that I got on Monday that he is like one of the greatest blah, 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 because that's what happens. The Cowboys pull something out of their ass where they shed no business doing it, and everyone's like, is this team back? I'm like, can we stop talking about the Cowboys? Please, 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 please. All right. Aaron Rodgers versus Drew Brees in New Orleans. Packers Saints. What you got? Another sexy veteran game. Um, Oh, man, this is tough. Um, I want, I'm, I'm, God, I'm so pushed by emotions. I'm going to want Drew Brees to take this. I want him to come back. I want him to redeem himself after this last week. Okay, you're taking Saints. This is the first time we've not disagreed to this week. I'm taking the Packers. Okay. I think Aaron Rodgers is angry. Mm-hmm. It's, sh- it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be fun. This is your Sunday night game. Um, I just, Sunday I just night like, sexy game. Ooh. Yeah, Al Michaels here with your Sunday night sexy. Oh, great. Chris, yeah, you know. And then Chris, Chris Collinsworth's like, oh, they made it extra sexy for us, Al. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I used to be a pretty sexy wide receiver back in the day. Oh, you know? oh my God. <laughs> I had the hair and I had the, the bangles on my, on my side. You know, men look good in leopard print, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, God. And every, every, like, every other person is just cringing in the background. Yeah, all the, the whole crew is just like, like the <laughs> fucking camera guy just like throws out. Like, <laughs> oh, man. All right. And our Monday Night Football extravaganza. The Chiefs and the Ravens, which I believe will be the AFC title game in January. Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. Who you got? Who you taking? Oh, man. Oh, this is tough. 
I I kind of I want the Ravens to win. I want Lamar Jackson to be like Super Bowl what and just throw it down. Um, so I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna pick yeah. him. I'm taking the Ravens too. I just think the Ravens look really really solid, and the LA Chargers uh, had the blueprint to beat Mahomes last week. And it's sad because Mahomes is on my fantasy team, and he did not perform well for me last week. And I don't think he's going to perform well for me this week either. Oh, the performance! What's I mean, going on with him? What's going on with him? I just, I think you get, I really think you get a Super Bowl hangover, whether whether you win or lose. You, there's just a hangover that occurs. It's really hard to get back up, um, you know, after winning it or losing it. And trust me, look at the Niners; they're just all headed to the medical bay. You know? Yeah, they're all stretchers. It sucks. So speaking of the L.A. Chargers, did you hear what happened to Tyrod Taylor? No. So we all know that painkillers run rapid in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. And you get cortisone shots. So first off, first off, he had... Go ahead, go ahead, yeah. <laughs> what are you laughing at? At this, but, but no, tell, tell it. Do you know so- what it is? I, I, yeah, I, I have heard this story. I just forgot the dude's name, but tell, tell yeah, it. He had cracked ribs. That's just number one. He mm-hmm. had cracked ribs. Then I'm going to go out there with my cracked ribs. Shoot me up with some cortisone painkiller stuff. You know, people get shot up in their knees. They get shot up in their ribs, apparently, which I didn't know was the thing. And I don't know if you've ever had cortisone shot up in you. I had cortisone once for my ankle. It, I felt fucking great. <laughs> I did. It hurts though, but I, it hurts. And, and like for me, I don't know if they did the thing where they, they the needle's pretty big. They stick it in and then they like move it around. Oh, I don't recall that. Where did you get cortisone for? Like what? What part? Um, I went to the ER for some crazy. I mean, I had no choice but to go to the ER. It was like the middle of the night and I was in pain. But it was uh, it was actually more for like. Uh, uh, like sinuses. Like I had really bad, like to the point where I could barely turn my head. Oh, wow. Such bad pain. Yeah, I thought I was like, I have strep. I have, who knows? Maybe Sam Donald gave me mono. I'm not sure. I got to sneak that in there. Um, but yeah, so they didn't, like the people in the ER didn't really have an answer for me. So they gave me this one fat, they gave me a fat white pill. I don't know what it was. They didn't tell me. And then they stuck me in like the lower hip. And I was literally, like, by the time I got in the car to leave for home, I was just giggling to myself, like, enthralled with life. <laughs> so they basically gave you ecstasy and B12. <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> they shot you with, yeah, they shot you with B12 and ecstasy. They're like, she's going to feel like a million bucks. <laughs> <laughs> they just gave me party drugs? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we got this chick. What's <laughs> fine. What did you say? So cut out there. She she just has mono. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. With Sam Darnold, it's cool. Yeah, she was part of the same. Let's just give her like you know the hair of the dog. Let's just give her some E. She has the pack. She'll be fine. Oh yeah. god. I literally think that that hospital just loaded you up with B twelve, so your vitamin shit went up, and then fucking just gave you X. They're like, yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, it worked. You giggled. You giggled on the way home. You're like, everything feels so good. Life is beautiful. Does anyone have gum or lotion? I know. I just feel like, oh my God, I'm going to take a shower for like an hour. (laughs) (laughs) So that did not happen for Tyrod Taylor though. (laughs) Instead. So when I got, when I had a cortisone shot, my ankle was so bad. 
And it wasn't this last time I hurt. I keep hurting my ankles. Maybe it's because I'm tall. But um, they stick you with a long needle and they coat the numbing agent on where it hurts. So they have to move the needle around a little bit. Like they basically stab it and then they just kind of like wiggle it to coat everything. And then you feel like you don't feel your ankle. You don't feel anything really. You feel just like there's a limb on you. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Bandage it up. Do whatever. So Tyrod Taylor decided to have this done on his ribs because they were cracked. And obviously they're protruding and they're hitting the muscle. And so you have to hit the numbing agent on the muscles that are irritated. But the doctor decided to miss and puncture his lung. Uh, oops. <laughs> oh man, the NFLPA, the Players Association, the union is looking into this now. They may sue the doctor. And from what I understand, I was reading an article, yeah, was it the day it happened or the day it was revealed? I think it was Wednesday. But this isn't the first time the LA Chargers medical staff has fucked something up. So, uh-oh. 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 Hey now. I mean, what, like, shit luck is that? <laughs> Bolt's gonna bolt, you know? That's what they do. Uh, so is he just out now? I mean... Yeah, I think he's done indefinitely. Yeah, you just have to let ribs heal. There's nothing you can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, I had cracked ribs. I've never broken a rib, but I've had cracked ribs before, and I hurt to laugh. I can't imagine going to play football. Yeah, honestly, that was just a bad... That was just a poor choice. Why, why even... <clears throat> I don't know, man. I think Tyrod Taylor being a quarterback that doesn't have means and also like this is your last shot, your last opportunity to make something happen like in your career because you know you're on your way out. Like you're just trying to, to, to show off, I guess. Definitely went out with a bang. or A, oh, a deflate. <laughs> the poor guy. There's like another thing when you puncture just go... Like a balloon or something, you know? I, uh, oh my God. And like, does the doctor just go, uh, ooh, ooh, oops? Like, what, what is that? Like, what is that interaction like, you know? We've heard so many stories when men get their first prostate exam. I wonder what it's like when you hear it. Like, I got my lung punctured, my, and I just, we just hear this deflating, like, whoopee cushion. And then, like, we both look at each other and we're like, did you fuck up? And he's just like, hey, hey, did you so fuck up? I think I punctured your lung. You can't play today. God, that sucks ass. Yeah, it sucks ass for Tyrod Taylor. Poor guy. Poor guy. <laughs> I just think that's really, I think the Chargers, like, you know, the, the medical staff should be sued. If I'm Tyrod Taylor and I knew that this was like my last hurrah as an NFL quarterback, you know, because. Look, he's 31 years old, not saying anything because I'm 32, I'm not old, but in the sport of football, if you're not, you know, a Hall of Famer by the time you're, you're 31 or 32, it's time to, you're probably just a backup for your career. And though he is making $5 million this year, I would sue the Chargers for $25 million for ruining yeah. my career. Yeah. <laughs> Get that money. <laughs> I know. Get that cash. Um, all right. For the last 10 minutes, what have you been watching? Anything uh, Anything fun that the kids should watch out there or get into? Yeah. So perusing 
Hulu, I was going to take a deep dive back into some like old Archer seasons and I didn't realize they released like three more I wasn't even aware of. Like, I guess I've just been out of touch. Oh, so wow. I think they're up to 12 seasons now and I, I dropped really? nine. Yeah, I'm on season. I just finished season 10. Now I'm on season 11. <laughs> just started that. So, um, so yeah, I'm getting caught up there. They took kind of a weird turn. Like the, I think it was season ten that I start picked back up on. Kind of odd. They're in like some sort of space weird scenario. It's very different, but I mean, it's Archer. There's still uh, there's still great comedy in there. I love John Benjamin. So, and I guess I guess yeah, because it's like Family Guy or The Simpsons. It can go on forever, right? I mean, this South yeah, Park's in the twentieth season. Like Jesus, each season kind of takes on a different theme completely. Like they did Archer Vice. It was all like Miami Vice style. And um, they, they do make references to past episodes like those other shows do, but you don't need to necessarily start all the way at the beginning. So you can kind of jump in whenever. So um, getting back into that. <clears throat> um, but other than that, I've, I need to, and I keep, saying this and I'm just getting really bad at it. I still never finished the last season of Mr. Robot. <laughs> I need really? to really you need to do that. Yeah, I need to do that because I loved that show. Um and I'm trying to think if there's something else. I don't think so. I think, I think that's pretty much it. I, I'm trying to get caught up on my archer because I love that show. Um but yeah what what about you? What have you been tuning into? Still diving backwards? I still haven't I, I, I got in like a Seinfeld vortex the other day. Ooh, um, never a bad choice. And you know what? Like an old man, daytime, TBS, it just was on and I like let it run. And I realized they show like six episodes in succession. <laughs> and I just like <laughs> let it go. I was just like, yeah, sure. Um, what else? Did I, I watched the Emmys, like highlights. I did not watch the actual show because I was watching the Laker game. Um, but I watched the highlights and Schitt's Creek won and I'm getting, I'm trying to get my mom into Schitt's Creek. So rewatching that a little bit. Um, great show. And once it, once it, once the show realizes it's really about David, it takes off. It becomes what it needs to become. It's it's awesome. That character is one of my favorite characters, like of life. Genius, genius writing. I, I, I don't, you know, that's just, that show's just so smart. And yeah, once it figures out he's the main character and the show just it takes off even more. It's it's fun in the first couple seasons. So you know what? Um uh what's her name? Moira, that character. At first in the beginning, she I didn't really like her. And then a couple seasons mm-hmm. in, they like her character just gets so much more uh I don't know what the word, but it's like even just the way she talks, like the way she like trained herself to talk as this like bougie over the top character it was like it's almost like david's character jr kind of like she's just as ridiculous just as like <laughs> right so it's like i i ended up really liking her character a lot more too like as time went on i love Catherine o'hara so i was i'm all in for wherever she's gonna go with character development like she just cracks me up you know <laughs> what she's doing the wine commercial is one of my favorite parts where she's just like super <laughs> it's just it's a great show so people need to watch that yes. uh what else won that i have seen zendaya was like the youngest to ever win an emmy i mean i love her as a person and as an actress um the show i'm not too crazy about it's called euphoria it's on hbo you can check it out i just think 
skins did it like it's it's already been done like you know and it's mm-hmm. it's shot very beautifully and i think that takes me out of my element when i watch that show because i'm like this is just too beautiful like it looks too <laughs> good um and i kind of lived this high school life so i don't i don't need you know you know just just saying <laughs> um but she won and then watchman won for best limited series our boy trent needs a tony and then he'll get the egot he's got the emmy he's got the grammy he's got the oscar he just needs that Tony. Him and Atticus won for best score, but that show was really, really good. Regina King won for that. Loved her. She's incredible. That show, if you have not watched Watchmen, it's only limited. It's only one season. Perfect. Um, and what else won? And then Succession won for best drama. And I, I am waiting for that show to come back. I love that show. It is so good. That's um, one that, yeah, you have brought it before and I need, I need to get into it. I just... I love shit talking and the, the shit, talk, the shit talking on that show is from another planet. It's so fucking good. Um, rich people shit talking is just fantastic. So definitely check it out. And the drama, the drama is like really well done, you know, and it's not, okay. it's not, it's not, uh, there, there's like a dark comedy part to it. Like you can kind of laugh and then you feel like dirty after it. I, I don't know. I like that feeling. It's weird. I don't know. Like, like to feel a little dirty. <laughs> I just, well, I like laughing at certain things, and then I go like, "Fuck, there are real rich elites like these people for sure in the world." Mm-hmm. That's what makes it sad and scary. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a great show. Season two's ending was so fucking good. Like, it just, it was. I couldn't wait for it for the third. I can't wait for the third season. So whenever they they figure that out amid COVID, but that one again. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the wrap up of the shows that had won awards that I, you know, feel like you should be out there viewing. Um, mm-hmm. I have not watched anything new. How so. far are you in Sopranos right now? <laughs> mid season three, right? No, mid season four. Mid season four. Mid season four. Yeah. Nice. Fucking yeah. Ralphie, I hate fucking Ralphie. Oh God, Ralphie sucks. Yeah, I just feel feel for Tony. I feel for Tony at every end. His ungrateful kids. His fucking psycho sister. Well, Meadow proves herself. We all eventually, she, eventually, yeah. Yeah, we all thought she was like the biggest fuck up ever, and then a few seasons in, you're like, oh, okay, go girl. No, I like her. She's uh, currently a lawyer in the Bronx. That Bronx, she's doing that internship at the Bronx Law Place. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Such a good show. Oh, uh, so brilliant. So yeah. So those are my my picks for you. We'll be watching football this Sunday. Hope you will be too. Um, and yeah, that's kind of it for today. <laughs> Friday. Friday, enjoy your weekend. Be safe out there. We love you. See you, Alex. I love you too. Love you. Bye.